Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Like, Click and Share podcast uh, with me, Darren Winter, your host, and Gemma Walton. How are you doing, Gemma? I'm all right, Darren. How are you? Yeah, doing good, thank you. It's been a little bit of a while, hasn't it, since we've yeah. been chatting. Um, but today we're going to be talking about marketing fundamentals. So this is all going back to basics about marketing. So the reason why we're talking about this is because I've spoken to a few different business owners and reading lots of different articles and blogs around that 2023 um, kind of it's been a, a maybe a challenging year, lots of uncertainty about kind of what um, consumers and clients might be doing, understanding like, well, should we just do what we did last year? Did that work or did it not work? Um, and maybe sitting on the fence, maybe 2022 was a year that, you know, you start off with lots of energy and then you kind of fizzled out uh, with motivation um, and just like getting on top of your plans before the year finished. So if that kind of applies to you, then this podcast is definitely going to be um, of help. Um, so we're going to be just providing some advice, um, but we're also going to be kind of like chatting through. Um, I've just kicked off with just something really, really simple here. So I think that, it, you know, if if I had a client that came to me um, saying like, you know, the business is there or I'm start think of starting a business, how am I going to get out there? How am I going to get noticed? How am I going to build my sales? How am I going to get lead generation um, or build it to a good level? It, these are all questions that um, all of us face from time to time. So the first thing I think you need to do is take a, rev a review of your current marketing efforts. Now, if you're new, then your marketing efforts are going to be pretty much zero. You might be talking to friends and families, maybe a few people about um, what you intend to do, but otherwise um, it's going to be zero. But for others who've got the business on the go, look at the channels that you're posting on social media. Are they working for you? Are you getting the engagement? If you're not getting messages, it may not be that the platform is not right for you. It might be just you might need a different angle to take on it. So, for instance, if you're just posting images with a sales caption um, and a CTA just to visit the website or call you, that might not be enough anymore. So you might need to talk about like, maybe customer reviews or start sharing more um, other um, social content on your channel, trying to be more helpful and informative um, with content, maybe use some promotions. So sometimes it's not always just about kind of the, the channel. Um, so those are some things that perhaps you could look at. Um, but there will be some other channels out there as well that might be more applicable for your business. Um, and we've talked about this um, on the last couple of podcasts. Um, so like channels like Twitter, that may have been kind of relevant, maybe um, 18 months to two years ago for B2B lead generation and a lot of the business is still there but the user uh, kind of engagement rates are definitely declining um, but there are other options um, I'm going to throw this open to Gemma because I've done lots of talking here so it'd be good to bring Gemma in what do you reckon of that Gemma what what other platforms do you think um, people could consider I think it depends on like the business um what you do. Um I think there's a lot of things around like TikTok and Instagram reels. I don't think short form vertical videos are going away. I think it's something that's gonna be used a lot more going forward. So if you're not doing it, then you need to think about introducing it into your marketing strategy. Um but I think what people want, it's 
authentic. And I think you've got to work that out yourself, what works for you and what doesn't. You know, because you could copy what one of your competitors is doing, but the your audience might not believe that it's you because it's not something that you've the, they've seen you do before or it's not something that they expect or you don't come across right in the video you know I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of different things I think it's working out what's what's right for you I think you've got to have a bit of a plan but I don't think like planning out your marketing activity for a year or two years um like you used to do before like I think the, those days are gone because I think now you've got to be able to change what you're doing, look at what's working, what isn't working, and then like mix it up a bit. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's, that, that, that's a really good call. And I, and I think especially when you were saying that, you know, when you're having to write out posts so far in advance um, and schedule what you're going to say, and I think some of that you can do for just general messages. Um, but I think that when you're, you, you need to maybe... Um, some people don't like the word pivot, but you do need to make things like much more uh, contextually based. So for instance, you know, if you're coming up to Easter or Mother's Day, Father's Day, all these different occasions, then it will be, it's a missed opportunity not to kind of like use that Valentine's Day, for instance. Um, and it's not about kind of doing again, just sales post like here's 15% off or 20% off. But it's, you know, maybe just doing a kind of a play on words or something, um, you know, kind of we love our team or, you know, maybe a picture of them about and maybe something you've done um, in your organisation. So it's not always about selling, um, but it's just showing a different side of the business. And like you say, being authentic um, and showing yourself and that, you know, even in our business, that's sometimes quite difficult to do because um, there's only maybe one or two of you in the business um, or if your business is, um like similar to kind of what a lot of what we do is like developing courses like well you know how can you make that um how can you put like the faces behind it and you know there are things you can do you can show things like you know your research that you're doing you maybe kind of share some of the insights and facts we've just been talking about kind of a plan that we're going to be doing ourselves this year before we came on air doing this podcast trying to think of new ideas um and to stand out a little bit more and to make it interesting because that's what socials is all about. It, if you don't make it interesting, well, why would anybody want to waste their time kind of like looking at your content? Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes the same, you know, for websites, content. If it's not helpful, blog posts, if it's just the same content that everybody else is posting, then it's like there's nothing really new there. And then that kind of, I suppose, spills over into your business then as well. It's like, well, you know, people think, well, if you're not doing anything different, it's like maybe you just, nothing really attractive for me to even look at your business um so it's interesting how people make assumptions so doing that kind of general review of your marketing efforts look at your costs look at the time look at who uh, you're employing your own efforts and that write them all down exactly what you're doing and it could end up being like you might want to look at maybe doing more networking more um more emails um more messages directly to build relationships online there's lots of different strategies that you can look at as well as paid advertising um so general review of all your marketing efforts and then the next one is really as simple is setting some small goals so what is it that you need to do so is it just an increase in sales by 10 percent? is it increasing leads um is it increased number of website visits increased number of followers you might be two or three things um 
but just keep them fairly simple. Look at what you, you know traffic that you've done beforehand. You know, look at maybe googling or researching what the industry averages are. Um, we were talking to somebody. Um, we went to like a uh, like a Yorkshire village a few weeks ago, and uh, it wasn't even. We don't know how we got into digital marketing, but he was kind of saying that he just opened his business and he was talking about email marketing. He said didn't have time to do newsletter, and he goes, "Well, I only get like a thirty percent open rate anyway." And I said to him, "Well, the industry average is like seventeen or eighteen percent. Just like you're doing that is really good. Yeah. Some people like really bite their arm off for that." Um, so have a look. You know, you might what you think are like are really, you know, is really bad. Look at what everybody else is doing, and then kind of you might be seeing that you might be doing like much better. Um, and it's not a bad thing if you get busy. You know, take a break if you have to, and then come back to it. Um, it's always difficult because you're trying to build consistency into everything, and the platforms do reward you for consistency mm-hmm. on socials or emails or everything like that. But you know, if you're truly busy with your business focus on what's going to give you growth and if it's not email marketing at that particular time then so be it you know um it's not a bad thing to take a break and then think about you've done your review you've got some goals then how are you going to achieve it so just breaking down maybe two or three actions maybe a couple more how do you think you're going to achieve those goals so if it's you know if your goal is about increasing sales by 10 percent look at what you're doing at the moment what could you tweak um what efforts could you do could you do it could you do an extra 15 minutes on your social media each week to do some more follows liking other people's posts maybe commenting on other people's posts um it's not always about creating new content um it could be maybe sending just one extra newsletter or maybe sending the same newsletter to people who didn't open the newsletter the first time around so it's again just not doubling up your efforts, but maybe looking at things that you can try and tweak and enhance and maybe speak to the platform providers to get some ideas, maybe Google or research some ideas, maybe work with a professional, you know, ask for some extra help. It might only cost you maybe like a hundred dollars, a hundred pounds or something just to get some advice. Um, but that could translate into thousands for your business if you can get the right advice. So you've done your review, set some more goals, looking at how you're going to achieve this. And then you just need to implement those and then review the efforts and then look at kind of what's worked well, what hasn't worked well, and then make some amends and then kind of repeat that kind of like cycle. Have you got anything else that you want to add to that, Gemma? I think as well, recently I've seen a lot of people um, sharing stuff about don't be afraid to keep posting I mean, obviously not posting the same video every time, but don't be afraid if you've got a good video um, that works to keep using it, you know, because not everybody's online at the same time. So not everybody's going to see it and not everybody does scroll, you know. And so if you've got something and you like it and it works, then don't be afraid. I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on YouTube, YouTube shorts, a lot of stuff on TikTok where people are resharing stuff. Um, and it really helps with engagement, helps with visibility. Um, I think it's about being consistent, but it's quality over quantity, isn't it? It's gone of the days where you have to post like two posts a day or you might have done like eight or ten posts on Twitter, depending on like what it was you were doing. You know, one post a day or one post every other day, as long as the quality is there, is better. 
um, because yeah. you can, I think you can take a break. I mean, I have done a little bit for me personally, but just because I've been doing so much stuff for other, for other people. Um, but people do want to see good content to engage with. You know, you don't, there's, there's no point in just posting something that can be more, sometimes more damaging, can't it? Than yes. like waiting um, and pulling something better together. But I think, I think we've said it before, one of the podcasts, we're, we're almost going back to that whole, like, people from people. So they want to see the behind the scenes, they want to see Darren, they want to see Gemma, they want to know, do I relate to them? Do I like what they're saying? Do I think I get on with them? Do I like their values? Do I like what their business is doing? Um, I've seen a lot of stuff recently about, like, ethical marketing and how you're doing things, you know. So, and the other big thing was being more focused on your customer and what your customer wants. Um, yeah. going forward and I think that's a that's a key one for businesses you've got to really understand who your customer is where they hang out and what it is that they want from you what what they're interested in and I think that's a big part of marketing going forward I think the all really really great um bits of tips and advice that especially when you kind of like focus on on like customers and, and you need to really really understand um where they are and once you've understood kind of where they are then you do need to go and find more of those types of people. So think about how they, you kind of, <coughs> excuse me, um, think about how they engage with you, ask them where they came from and listen carefully, like you say, to what they're looking for. Um, and attitudes and that are kind of like shifting um, a lot. Um, so just because you did something 18 months ago, um, doesn't mean to say now the same kind of um, process is going to work for you even the products in that you might need to have to adapt and we were talking about this weren't we just before yeah. we started and being not being too frightened of kind of adapting your offering or maybe kind of like testing out um you know whether people uh appet their appetite is you know, maybe go more back to one-to-one uh, -one base or team-based things rather than doing everything digital so people kind of have changed like through covid um so some people prefer like digital services some people prefer the personal services and you just have to kind of understand what's going to work well for your business and you may well have to do a hybrid of both uh, but again understanding that you know if you need additional people to come into the business then there's no good just hiring them you need to think it through in terms of like that this is going to be an extra cost have i got the sales there to back it up or have i got enough money to make sure i can pay them for a year to test this out if this is going to work or not um and it's surprising how many businesses and um business owners don't do that planning they just think well I'll hire somebody in and it either work or it won't work it's like it's a real shame because if you can hire somebody in with a plan to get them to say, right, this is what I need you to do. This is the goal. This is how we're going to do it. And this is what I need you to do. And this is how we're going to review stuff on a monthly basis. There's probably more likelihood of that than plan succeeding and your business growing. But it just takes a lot of resource um, and a lot of um, extra effort than more than what you think it's going to take. It's not a case of hiring somebody or hiring um, an agency or an influencer and then handing them everything and leave them to get on with it. You have to monitor it and you have to be in there. You have to have that buy-in uh, with it because it is like your business always part of your responsibilities. Make sure we get there. So the second part of this podcast is um, interesting because 
I said to Gemma that I noticed an article um, on a leading marketing um, website, um, and it was about it was a sponsored um, advert advertisement, advertorial about kind of buying <laughs> followers, and it's like I didn't really know that still buying followers was really a big thing, and both of us are. I don't think we're kind of well. We're not really pro buying followers. I think both of us don't really see the point. Um, so if you are, if you buy followers and you kind of disagree with this, and this has really like helped you like build your, you know, achieve your goals, and maybe it's for a campaign, then definitely let us know. But I'm kind of struggling to see the. I've never really understood that mm-hmm. the vanity of having maybe like ten thousand followers or twenty thousand followers. Um, is yes, you've got those followers there as a figure, but if they're not engaging with your platform, the only other incentive I can think of is that when you get it's still the is it still the rule on Instagram that you've got ten thousand followers, then it allows you then to to post clicks, um, and then the clicks work on the the posts. Or I, I think that's still that's still the thing, isn't it, for Instagram? I don't think they've changed that rule. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. Yeah, 10,000 clicks. That's the only thing I can think of why, apart from the fact it's like, well, you've got four, it makes you into thinking you're a bigger business, but it makes no sense. I don't understand where you've got 40,000 people that are just not listening to you. But how do you know that you're buying? How do you know that you're buying the right right audience? You know, Um, I'd be interested to like hear from people who've done it and that it's worked and what the process and stuff was. Because, I mean, we used to get a lot of messages saying you could buy this many followers for, like, $5 or whatever it was. But I haven't seen any emails like that or messages on social for so long, you know. I mean, probably two, three, maybe even four years ago was probably the last time I got something like that through on, like, my socials or on our socials. Um, So I'm curious to see what it is about that because I didn't even think something like that still existed because I thought it was more around engagement I thought the the platforms themselves were like not like punishing you but do you know what I mean like if if you had a load of followers that didn't engage because there's a big thing years ago about like zombie followers and stuff um and them being I know um Elon Musk wanted to delete people like that from Twitter completely you know the people who just might have an account but just go on to do research or just snoop around you know they don't actually engage but I'm really curious to see what the I'll have to have a look at that article I'm curious to see what the the point is of it apart from just to say oh well I've got this many followers but then people if you know anything about social media people would look up and down at your posts and see that you haven't got the engagement that backs up the followers that you've got so it looks weird doesn't it it's uh I've always said to, I've always said that I think like it's better talking to a few people that really care about your business than to those mm-hmm. who you know trying to talk to those who just don't really care. Um, and I've just had a quick as as you were talking, I was listening to what you were saying, um, but also just double checking it. I think it is still the thing that you get you tend you can you can do you swipe up and a and a click um, activate the the click function. So maybe like for very busy e commerce like businesses that might be a thing just to help. In terms of a sales technique, um, mm-hmm. get to that ten thousand mark. But interestingly, I, I just I don't understand why the platforms are still allowing that kind of 
um, activity in that to happen. And I, I think it's just not a great, I don't think it's a very positive like tactic. And for me, it's the same as I've been never really been kind of pro into buying like um, data. Um, and because most all the email platforms, mm-hmm. the, the ones that I know, I've definitely worked with, um, like HubSpot, SharpSpring, um, Active Campaign, or, you know, all of those, they Mailchimp, they all prohibit, um, yeah. you know, like yeah, as, as marketing people. Yeah, the, the, it's like well, it is a tactic, but it's like well, I, it's interesting. So it's a, such a grey area, and I, it's uh, it's interesting um, whether kind of. Um, I, I've heard of one. Um, I've heard of a, uh, somebody that I know. Um, you've used they've bought the mailing list um they've used it and it's kind of like it has but it's actually helped them buying him getting more sales but it's definitely improved like their conversion rate for like um open rates for like email mm-hmm. um so i, I can understand it because you're, you're buying people um and then people maybe not heard of you before then i can kind of see that and it is kind of similar to google because you know google like google ads so they'll kind of hunt at people that you're looking for and they'll display your ad in front of you and it's kind of similar to email marketing but apart from that you've you've actually physically got their data um so i'm surprised some of these things like are still going on so yeah let us know if you've bought data before has it worked for you tell us like your good stories maybe like some horror stories as well i've I've read some I have had a lot more people reaching out about data lists recently. Probably over yes. the last six months, I've seen a big increase, and I don't know if that's to do with obviously the changes to data privacy and like GDPR and stuff. You know, I don't know if that's okay. affecting people and they're trying to get rid of stuff quickly and generate income. I don't know. And I think it. And I think there is some of it. I think it's, it's like let's try and generate like sort of quick, uh, like quick revenue quick turnover but like you say but i mean there are there's definitely things that you can ask the questions you can ask is trusted providers mm-hmm. that you can um they've been doing this for a long time and you're paying more for their services for sure um but on the whole because the amount of data breaches and the amount of the theft of data certainly over the, the last six months to a year um is now it, it, it's just happening so often then you have to question where all the data is like coming from. And I'm forever being added to mailing lists for mm-hmm. random things that I'm, I'm always getting. And it's like, it is shocking and it's just really annoying. So you could end up really kind of upsetting the people, the very clients that you're trying to attract. Um, so yeah, just be careful. I think that's uh, with that one. So um, I'm definitely anti buying followers because I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the email marketing, I think it has to be really kind of, definitely you have to be sure it's the definite persona type that you're looking for um but so it's I not think equal, but... in the future i think there'll, there'll be like a ban on buying in data lists yeah you know, i think I with agree. the with the changes to like google by the end of the year and the tracking cookies going away and different like places in america different states are implementing their own privacy laws i think going forward I think you'll not be able to buy in data lists. And I think you might even struggle to keep your own, you know, because yeah. of like the data, the data breaches and stuff. I think you'll have to prove that you've got a certain amount of security or things set up. Um, 
if you're using people's data and you're reaching out to people, I think it's going to become a lot more stricter because people are really clamping down on their privacy and stuff, aren't they? And people not yeah. being able to say things and they don't want to share their information, whereas they would have given you your email address before, you know, like for a lead magnet or whatever, whereas people, I think, are a lot more reluctant now because of data breaches, because of things like that have happened with Facebook and the Talk Talk. They had a big data breach, I think, a few years ago. There's yeah. been well, there's, there's been so many, hasn't there? So... That, 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 I, I'm shocked. I have this year, I, I, for lots of other political reasons of things going on across the world. Um, mm. That there's definitely been a lot more sort of uh, data breaches and and thefts and that happen of um, data. So it's definitely becoming more commonplace, um, and it could happen, I think, to pretty much any organisation. I mean, um, Royal Mail, so the post, not post office, but the Royal Mail um, in. Um, the UK, so they're not being able. To, they had a cyber attack, and they, I don't think there's been any particular theft of data, but it, the um, the attack has left them paralysed, been sort mm. of struggling to send like parcels overseas, um, and they've not paid the ransom money, so they're having to adapt their service um, to get them back on their feet. Um, while we've got this hanging over their head, but really, so cybersecurity is a really big thing. We're not cybersecurity experts, definitely by any means, um, and it can you can very easily tap at any organisation. Somebody clicks on just one, um, you know, bad link, and um, which enables access for somebody to get into the system, and this is why you're getting. I mean, I'm at the moment I was getting so much spam on on my personal email address. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never had it as like as uh, so so many coming through. Um, it's never been as bad so um and you know you can do all the reporting you can try and train your email client you can have all the software and stuff but you know it's still sort of pretty coming through like heavy and hard so hopefully um the the main uh kind of systems will update themselves and they'll just disappear again like it usually does um but it is pretty bad at the moment so definitely be careful um for on cyber security and that and uh, make sure that if you are using digital services that they're all pretty much trusted like use the the big platforms if you're mm -hmm. using those it's unlikely or there's a reduced likelihood of things being um stolen if you're using the very very cheap services um then yeah you know you, you get what you pay for i guess um finally uh, blue tick um, that's been announced uh, from Meta. I think it's live in Australia and New Zealand at the moment. I think it's about $12 a month. Um, we're going to be kind of very close to that, depending on what currency you're using. Um, it sounds interesting. So you can have, uh, it enables you to have this blue tick. So shows authority, can be trusted. Um, it's always going to give you some extra perks. So maybe like you have a um, uh, somebody at Facebook you can just contact if you have problems improve your reach and visibility would you pay it Gemma um I don't know I think I want to see like how it how it works and yeah. what the what the benefits are of paying that money for it I think if you are getting access to somebody from Facebook to help you um either with your business or making sure that everything's set up properly and stuff then yeah I think it probably is because you don't get to speak to somebody like that who knows the ins and outs of the platform and how the algorithm works up front kind of thing or any changes that are coming but I don't I don't know um I think at some point the people will be able to get around that so people with blue ticks will not really be proper people you know like 
the bot accounts that you've had set up before. It might take a bit longer for them to get there. Um, I don't know. Would you? I'm. It's interesting because they need to do it is to to generate income for the business, mm -hmm. and um, I do think it's cheeky that you're using a service and <laughs> like you're charging for um, for somebody to like. You're providing a service, but then in, in able to get the most out of that service, you're charging for somebody to like to get help to use it. Um, some people might say that, well, it's not because it's a free platform. So I'll get that side of it. Mm -hmm. It costs money to run. It's the same argument as free banking, isn't it? In, in the UK, we have we enjoy free banking. In Europe, every, every, well, most people tend to pay like maybe ten dollars, uh, ten euros a month or something, um, to run their bank account. But in the UK. It's just unheard of. So, like, how do they make money? Well, they do it through loans and um, other kind of ways. Oh, I pay for my bank account. <laughs> do you pay you for yours? Mm -hmm. Do you? I don't yeah. pay for mine. No, I pay for mine because you get like the you get the travel insurance and right. the um like the breakdown cover and it's like it's not just European. It's and it's like it's international travel. So rather than like buying the yearly thing for each of those it's probably like better there are other things that you get as part of it as well um yes and that, that, it's interesting so i think the answer to your question is i probably would pay the the um the the, the you know what the the 10 or 12 pounds or 12 dollars whatever it's going to be because i think that you know when you, you there are some real gray areas of facebook mm. when you're trying to do things like adding admins um, trying to do things like close down a page, you might lose a password to a page, and you just need to you need to prove your identity to get yeah. a page back because somebody, yeah. you know, many employees was running it and then left. There's all these really kind of odd scenarios that happen, um, and you need somebody at Facebook to to get over some of these kind of like challenges. Um, and it's always been so difficult to find somebody that help you and unless you want to spend money on ads, then they're just not interested in talking to you. And mm -hmm. if they're listening, it's true because we've had plenty of clients try it <laughs> and we've tried and there's some very helpful people there, but unless you're spending money, like they don't want to know. Um, so I think for that reason, I think it's probably a really good thing. Um, so it's interesting what they try to do, but I like your example as well. And maybe you can kind of see that maybe, but this is maybe this where it could go that, you know, you might pay this sort of twelve dollars and or twelve pounds or something, and then there might be um, access to other kind of services you might get as part of like a package or like digital mm -hmm. services. And nobody's doing that at the moment, um, so which I think is really interesting. Um, so we might start to see some more collaborations, and some of the bigger organisations might start teaming up, um, and that helps. You know, in, in keep um, people on the platform and using the platform as well. Um, so I'm sure that's the doorbell. Nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> Maybe it's close to our end of time as well. Maybe it's the first big police coming So, but yeah, <laughs> let us know about the blue tick. Would you pay? Um, you know, would you? Do you think it'll help your business? It would be, uh, or just help you as a user? Be, uh, I want to know a bit more. I want to know a bit more about this. Well, I'm going to put a link yeah. in below, and I'm going to put the link to that marketing. Um, article but also going to put a link yeah. to the better article as well i think i'd seen it on qz.com which have some really interesting articles on there um, and their thoughts on that on it so yeah do take a read um below um 
that's all we've got time for on this episode. Um, we'll be back soon um, with another episode of the Like, Click and Share podcast. Please uh, let us know if you'd love this uh, podcast. Like, subscribe, uh, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, do whatever you can, Give show some support. Uh, we'd love to like uh, receive that and hear from you if you'd like to be a guest or if there's a subject that you'd like us to talk about. Again, just get in touch. All our details um, are in the show notes below. But bye for now. Bye for now.